Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 66th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we wanted to do a different take on an Americano yeah. drink, and um, Seth calls it the Italian Americano. Mm-hmm. Yep. We did a video about how I made it, but it's super easy. It's just a smaller shot of Campari, and then a regular shot of sweet vermouth, and then a shot of Amaretto topped with club soda. Yeah. It's really good, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, oh, and top with the cherry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this week we are going to be talking about fighting. Um, yeah, I mean, if everyone knows that, or you should know by now, that Seth and I do not fight. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, initially we were like, well, you know, should we talk about this? Or should we not? Because we don't, we don't relate, I guess, yeah. to, to well, the and, topic. And that, so. that, that was kind of my pushback on it was... Because we, we've had the recommendation mm-hmm. that we should do an article, or I'm sorry, we should do a episode on fighting, and I was always like, eh, I, I felt like it was the same thing as if we did an episode about how to deal with having sex after kids, because mm-hmm. we didn't go through that, yeah. so I would feel like I would either just be referring to what I dealt with previously, which we do mm-hmm. in other subjects anyway, but... The arguing was just kind of like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, because it was because because we don't fight and we don't argue, and and people tend to get pretty dismissive with that when when we say it. I think people kind of roll their eyes, mm-hmm. yeah, or they're like rolling their eyes right now. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and the first response is, well, everybody fights. Well, no, we don't. Uh-huh. We we don't fight, um, but. We, we kind of thought about, well, what, what kind of insight could we bring on this? And it was not really how not to fight, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I, could, I don't mind taking an objective look at, at really any topic. And I think we've done that before, so I think it was easier to kind of say, eh, yeah, we, we can talk about this. I think it'll be a, a pretty good conversation because it's easy to at least identify, um, you know, what we're going to cover today. Mm-hmm. Types of fighters, why they fight, and how to stop it. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, but before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yep, this one was very relevant um, to what we were going to talk about. But it said, usually the person you argue with the most is the person you love the most. Oh my gosh. And that's that's about as dumb as the, the post I saw that said, uh, don't worry whenever I start to argue with you, worry when I stop. Because that means there's nothing left for us to fight for. Mm-hmm. Which is just another bullshit, self-righteous attempt at taking something horribly negative about your relationship and trying to make it a positive. Mm-hmm. When, just stop. Just just stop. It's okay to say, yeah, we fight. Yeah. But don't try to make it look like it's this high road you took to almost... And that I think that's where I get... I don't, I don't get offended by it, but I think I take it personally when people are like... Couples that don't argue have more problems than couples I that know. do. Because yeah. I don't know any couple that doesn't argue aside from us. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I just, I dismiss that. I roll my eyes at that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, shut up. That's just a bunch of people that constantly bicker and fight and argue trying to say that they have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And not, not that you don't have a great relationship if you fight and argue, but the basis of your great relationship is because you fight and argue so much. Get the fuck out of here. That's not true. Yeah, I know. Well, and I think that the the other one, the the other dumber posts or whatever that you saw, mm-hmm. is the you know it it's the people that are have stopped communicating with each other, yeah. and I mean of course that's that's not good either obviously, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be fighting. Arguing isn't communicating. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I, like, I like what you said. You said arguing is not communicating; it's just noise. Yeah, but people think it is. Pe- not only do people think arguing is communication, they think it's healthy communication. Mm-hmm. I think that coming to a solution, if it happens to be an argument, is good communication. But that's not how most married couples argue, and they mm-hmm. think they do. Yeah, They argue because one of them's a dumbass and the other one's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Or one of them's in a bad mood, or somebody did something wrong to the other one, or whatever it is. But it's not, it's not this productive type of argument. I think that you can, you can have it out with someone and address the problem in it and come to a resolution and... and hug it out bitch you know or what whatever you do at the end to where it's resolved mm-hmm. but for so many arguments couples have there is no resolution to the argument i know yeah they just the argue to argue they fight to fight they mm-hmm. whatever and there there isn't a resolution mm-hmm. uh, most of the time it's yeah. just it's just an argument i know yeah and it ends up being the same argument which i know most it just reinforces time. my point if you had a resolution, you wouldn't continue to argue about it. But it hasn't been resolved, so you continue to argue about it. I know. Exactly. So, yeah, we were just we were trying to think of, of stuff to talk about in this episode. And, you know, we were thinking, like, well, what is the problem? What is it that, I mean, I'm obviously arguing is the problem. Mm-hmm. And... But like, why are why are you arguing? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that that's that's the deeper kind of dive that people have to look at or take, and I think that sometimes they don't even realize that that's why they're arguing. Mm-hmm. It ends up coming out, or they after the fact, usually not, or I'm sorry, maybe sometimes the reason behind the real. Anger or issue does come out in the middle of the argument, which has nothing to do with kind of what initially started the argument. Mm-hmm. But I think the you know the, the the real problem that we tend to see out there is this this blanket type of normalization of this type of behavior that we I mean and and, and the first the first post really kind of sums up my my issues with the arguing type of couple because they really truly think that, that I argue with you so much because I love you so much uh-huh, yeah. that you will see people argue, yell and treat their partner in a way they would, they don't treat anybody else. And I mean, in a negative way, mm-hmm. they, they do all those horrible things to their partner that they, they don't yell at their coworkers that way. They don't talk down to their employees that way. Mm-hmm. Some, some do, 
mm-hmm. but for the most part, they don't. They don't interact with their friends that way. They only treat their partner like shit. Yeah. They just argue and fight with their partner. And it, in my opinion and in our opinion, it should be the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, your partner should be the person that you are going to to complain about the other shit that yeah. the dumbass people. And, and, you know, arguing isn't good anyway, no matter what kind of. You know, whether it's your relationship at home with your partner or mm-hmm. if it's your, a relationship at work. One thing that I, I guess I wanted to back up a little bit, um, like the like with us, we uh, obviously we don't argue, but that doesn't mean that we necessarily agree on everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys all have heard it on the podcast, you know, <laughs> You know, I might not agree with something that Seth says, and he may not agree with something I say. But it doesn't mean that just because you disagree with the person that you have to argue. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, obviously, communication is the biggest thing in a relationship. Well, it's... And even... I I feel even more... I disagree with what you said. (laughs) Because... (laughs) No... Um, but I, I think even more than the communication piece, which I agree is, is very important, mm-hmm. but I think it really kind of stems from respect. Yeah. The, we, we've talked about it here on other things and, and I've said it, but it's the same way with us at home that I don't have to agree with everything that you say or your opinions and everything, but I at least respect you enough. To, I don't even have to respect your thought. I don't have to respect your opinion. I respect you enough that... I'm not going to attack you for your opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think people people try to sugarcoat it like this this high and mighty, well, everybody's allowed their opinion. I respect your opinion. Well, no, you don't. You don't respect their opinion. So I don't have a problem saying I don't respect your opinion. <laughs> but I respect you yeah. as, as, a, as a person, as my partner, as my wife, or, or whoever I'm talking about, my friend, my coworker, my, my buddy, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't have to personally attack you because we disagree on something mm-hmm. um, I've, I've said it on here kind of tongue-in-cheek you're allowed to be wrong all you want and that's from me with blinders on because i think what i'm saying is right <laughs> it doesn't hurt anybody it's not hurting me especially if i know i'm right <laughs> you know it's it's not but i think that people need to look at it that way mm-hmm. and it's the same way with your partner because one of the one of the big questions no, I mean, I know there's the deep-rooted, like we said, the why, and we'll kind of get into that, but there's kind of a, a lighter sense of the why does it matter? I know. Not really why are you arguing or why are you upset, but why does it matter? Uh-huh. What's the point uh-huh. of the argument, I guess, maybe a better way of saying it? What are you trying to accomplish? Because going back to what I, I initially said, the argument should take place with some type of effort to resolve at the end. Yelling to yell and bitching to bitch and complaining to complain is completely unproductive. Mm -hmm. So it should be a productive communication technique of two people that have differing points of view or perspectives or whatever you want to call it, finding middle ground. Mm -hmm. Or it's a completely one-sided Someone may not recognize what they did wrong, and another person 
explaining why that they feel it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And getting to the point of maybe the resolution is eye-opening for the other partner. Yeah. They don't realize what they're doing. They don't realize how they respond or how they don't respond or, or whatever it is need that they're not meeting for you. Mm-hmm. They may not realize it. And so the point of that, that quote-unquote argument or productive argument conversation would be to get them to realize what their actions are doing to you. Mm-hmm. And that's different than saying get them to realize what they're doing is wrong. Yeah, I know. that. That's a very good point. I think that uh, <laughs> I think that too many people just um, they don't think about that though. Mm-hmm. They don't think about what how their partner feels. And the other side of that is that the person that is trying to get it across to them isn't. Did you just try to backhand me? <laughs> isn't trying to uh, isn't effectively communicating their why they're upset to their partner Mm -hmm. i think that ties in a lot with because whatever action tipped off the argument isn't exactly why they're why they're mad mad. or why they are why they're mad yeah yeah it's it's that level of resentment that they've had for something else Uh that's coming out in other forms Mm -hmm. so i I, but i mean I, i i encourage people to look at Look at how you argue. Yeah. Look at what type of arguer you are and look at what type of arguer your partner is. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times people marry someone that doesn't argue the same way that they do. Mm -hmm. And if one of them is way more aggressive, what ends up happening is the other one tends to end up being more aggressive as well. It's not that the, the productive, calmer arguer wears off on the other one. That's what you would want, and you would hope they do it. Mm-hmm. But when someone just has to get loud, and that's I, I'm I'm one of those people that if I feel that if what I'm saying isn't being heard, or you're dismissing, especially like a very valid point of my argument, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem becoming the loudest person in the room. Oh gosh. Yeah, why are you like, saying that? Because that's scary. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I mean, I've only seen you get mad like once. And it wasn't And you. it wasn't at me. And that was the scariest thing ever when <laughs> he got mad at, at his son and just yelled at him like I've never heard before. I was like, oh shit, I never want to make him mad. <laughs> but, uh, and the dogs, like the dogs oh, the went dogs hid hid for and like everything. days they didn't want yeah, to like, see oh me or gosh, anything. What's yeah. wrong? Yeah. But like, I, 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 like recognizing what type of arguer you are, because mm-hmm. we were, we were trying to think about all of the different types of people, arguments or the kinds of people, how they yeah. argue, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yelling is one yeah, of the them. yeller. And, and once again, I mean, you're not a yeller. Yeah, I, I, and yeah, I don't want people to think that that's like one time. Yeah, that, that's one time. <laughs> it was out of sheer anger at, at what my son was pulling. Um, but in in my line of work and in, in my discussions we have in, in business, we disagree regularly. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't raise my voice. I don't yell. I don't. I let people say their piece of what they want to say, and then. I say mine. Mm-hmm. If they choose to be wrong, they can continue to be wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but I, I'm I'm not a yeller uh-huh. when it comes to to that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even even like if I'm in a confrontation on the phone with 
somebody that's doing something wrong or, or whatever. Like it's a, like, like recently I got a notice that my rental car had been damaged and I returned it back damaged, which was not true. Mm-hmm. I didn't call and was like, I got this stupid notice. You guys are accusing me of this. Yeah. I called. I was super friendly. I was super polite. I said, I don't, I don't understand what this is about. Um, because I am a firm believer that you attract more what bees with honey than vinegar. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You honey, big vinegar. <laughs> yeah. But I I found uh, through adulthood that taking a more calm approach gets you the more desired result. Yeah. And that translates to every aspect of your life. I know. And that's one of the ways that we communicate. Mm-hmm. And it's not, as you said, it's not that we agree on everything. We don't disagree on that much, but... I think even even over the course of us being together, we have I, I don't I don't want to get too far down the road of, of of politics, but when we started dating, we were really kind of on two separate ends of the spectrum as far as politics. Mm-hmm. And we never talked about it. Mm-hmm. We didn't fight about it. We didn't argue about it. I didn't take cheap shots at you, and you didn't take cheap shots at me. It was part of it was I didn't. It wasn't a criteria of us dating. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Yeah, where you were. On the on the political side of things, but what I've seen with both of us is we have both really kind of met in the middle. Met in the middle, mm-hmm. not not even a intended compromise, mm-hmm. but we're so open to communicate about our frustrations with either political side that we've both just kind of realized we don't like either side, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> and so. When you're able to communicate that way, and we've we've never argued about it, fought mm-hmm. about it, or anything. It was just, you know, I, I would say, you know, I don't I don't know if I really, I, I don't like this because of this. Or, you know what, he's right because of of this, or, or I get her point on that because she said this. And, and it's, it's a real adult conversation yeah. is what it is, which is very rare nowadays. I know. People just don't have it. Well, and not only that, I mean, yeah... <laughs> People say to to not talk about that stuff though too, mm-hmm. because it it could cause fights, and that's with anybody, everybody. And I think that's because so many people are closed minded. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know if somebody's closed minded or not, they're the first one to talk about how open minded they are. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's one big thing I've realized. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, just because you communicate with a wide group of people that have the same opinion of you does not mean you're open-minded and that's typically what you see Mm -hmm. is i hang out with this type of thought process over here you're not open to anybody else's thought process but you think because all of you talk about the same thing and agree about everything or varyingly agree that you're open-minded and you're not Mm -hmm. um but that's why that advice is great for the majority of the general public because too many of them can't have a rational conversation yeah. about it. I mean, that's that's very evident mm-hmm. right now. I don't remember, I guess, verbally, I mean, even if I take Facebook out of it, I, I quit posting anything around that stuff on Facebook a few years ago anyway, but I don't think, I mean, I, I even had a political conversation with with my boss and an employee, all three of us, and we all three had different opinions on it. Oh. And we didn't, we didn't get rude, we didn't get... Which you're not supposed to talk about that crap at work. Yeah, I was just like, "Why are you work. bringing this yeah. up?" But 
I don't know if it was a productive conversation, but it didn't. We nobody argued or had their feelings hurt or uh-huh. or was offensive or, or offended uh-huh. by anything. Um, but people people go into their own personal relationships arguments looking to get offended and looking to defend mm-hmm. their point instead of listening and communicating with the other person. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's the biggest mistake that couples make when they argue. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and and kind of going back to uh Callie. Going back to Callie. <laughs> yeah. When I when I was in my previous relationship, I was I was a yeller. Mm-hmm. Um and old yeller. I I would yell and I would just be frustrated by everything that he did and and even even growing up and stuff like my my dad didn't teach me very well to i guess how to control my anger mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i would yell and he would yell too and so and like growing up in in that type of a a household where you do yell i'm surprised that i did get out of that right and i don't i'm not that type of person anymore well and that's how you know that's how my my dad was a big yeller. Oh. Um, I remember being like woken up on Saturday mornings with him yelling at my mom over, uh, over, I have no idea what it was, mm-hmm. but he, he would immediately turn it up. And that was how he argued. He, he, you couldn't converse with him. Mm-hmm. He would immediately start yelling. Um, and I don't think I, I mean, very rarely did I actually like visually see them arguing i would kind of see the aftermath or Mm -hmm. hear yeah hear it going on but they didn't really do that in front of me Mm -hmm. um so i didn't really see the the tactics that my mom would do but what i did realize in my previous message is one of the quickest ways to get a yelling arguer to yell more is to not yell back. Mm-hmm. Um, they almost want that reaction, and that was one thing that I, I would I would do to my ex wife was there's a couple of times that I I would yell back and and physically like get up to defend my point or myself because most of our arguments was her attacking me over something. It wasn't. It was definitely we we never had a a, a a productive argument ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always, from my perspective, it was always an attack. And so sometimes I would stand up and defend myself, but then I just quit caring. Mm-hmm. And then it became, I kind of got a kick out of watching her get so angry because I didn't engage. Yeah. And she would just get angry at angry. That, would, that, that used to be me. Her, right. her. I used to be like, I used to, like, really, like, it really would bug me that... Mm-hmm. Like, you're not getting upset, too. Right. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'd then, be like, well, you're you're mad enough for the both of us, I guess. Yeah. And then you're just fuming for what? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that that's that's a type of, of fighter. Mm-hmm. That's, that's someone that wants to pick the fight. Mm-hmm. But why? Mm-hmm. Why were you Why were you looking to pick the fight? Over just some dumb shit. Well, not even in this initial topic, but because uh-huh. what what ends up happening is you yell and yell and you get mad, and then you're 
you're you're not yelling for a resolve. No. You're not yelling for an apology. You're you don't really know what you want other than the fact that you're you you just don't know how to express your irritation and anger and frustration aside from yelling at the person that you subconsciously or consciously are blaming for the mood that you're currently in. I think it was like a different form of venting. You know, because mm-hmm. venting, you can vent to someone and not yell. You can vent and and have a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. But when you're venting with in combination of yelling at your partner, at the person that you're... Velling? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I think that, that that's... You're just trying to, like, let it all out. Well, and- but I don't know, it It never did any good for me. It never felt any yeah, better well, afterwards. And that, that that would be my next question to people that do that is, when was the last time that it resulted in anything positive? Mm-hmm. And, and once again, you have, you have to identify, you need to at least be able to identify, why am I doing this? And I, I'm not saying it's not a valid reason to say, well, I'm so angry that I'm going to yell because at least I got that off my chest and I feel better. But I don't think people really do no, feel better no. after they do that. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Cuz most of the time if you're if you well, I, I don't know. I don't I really don't think that even when people vent, I don't I don't know if they just getting it off of their chest is necessarily a good <laughs> thing ever. Like because then they just, you know, you, you listen to them or whatever and then they just go to the next person and then vent to them about the same damn situation that they're going through. Yeah, and that's their intent is attention. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not resolve either. Mm-hmm. Because I am one of those people that if if something happens and I can share the experience, I don't have to share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. If I can just talk about it and let's... Not the person that I have the issue with. Mm-hmm. If I can... If I can tell you something that went on and I'm like, oh my gosh, get this. But then I don't, I don't tell you and then pick up the phone and call my mom and tell her the same venting yeah. story. And then, and then call my friend and tell that and then post a, a post on Facebook about it. Yeah. Because you're not venting anymore. You're looking for attention. Venting is venting once mm-hmm. and then moving on. If you continually complain about it, you're just griping uh-huh. with, once again, no resolution in sight. You just are complaining for the simple fact that you are getting some kind of enjoyment out of complaining. Mm-hmm. So quit complaining. Yeah. Vent once, get it off your chest, and shut the fuck up. Do something about it. Yeah. If it's if it's really bothering you that much, why are you talking to everybody else about it instead of doing something about it? Well, and that, and, and that brings up another good point. When you're arguing or you're yelling or getting frustrated or whatever, can... What has happened be fixed? And I think you can look at this from simple everyday actions to, honey, you're going to miss our exit. What the fuck are you doing? You missed our exit. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's nothing. Once he or she drives past that exit, nothing can be done to fix that. Mm -hmm. You just have to now have plan B, which turn around and just go another way. Yeah. But it's the same thing for big issues. I mean, I don't know if I'd really throw cheating in there, but, I mean, you can't take that back. Mm -mm. I'm not saying that if your partner cheats, you shouldn't argue and yell and scream at them. Yeah. 
I don't think you should waste your time with him anymore. So yeah. maybe that is it. No, you don't argue. You just end it. That's uh-huh. it. There's no fixing it. So now you just got to find your own new path yeah. like you would if you missed an exit. Well, and not only that, <laughs> but if you if you do decide to stay with that person, mm-hmm. you you don't have any room to... Yeah, you, uh, you can't keep throwing it up in their face. Yeah, you shouldn't throw it in their face anymore mm-hmm. because you have chose to forgive them. Yeah. Yeah, if you choose to stay without forgiveness... You shouldn't stay. Mm-mm. And forgiveness should be forgiveness. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean there's not going to be trust issues, but there's a different approach to each of those. Mm-hmm. But I think, you, I think you have to look at, you know, me, me getting upset and angry, what's it going to do? Me getting upset and angry at the issue, can it even be changed? And you need to have a little bit of weighing out the relevancy of your own anger. Yeah. You know, going back to the question I asked. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Why why are you so upset? Not the identifiable problem that you need to fix, but what good is it going to do anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people just cannot seem to have a rational look at their own emotional response to a situation that creates anger. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, that, I think that's the biggest thing is being able to think rationally when you are angry. Well, I think that that's why you need to take time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like... Just stop everything you're doing. Don't communicate with the person right away. Mm-hmm. It's Take okay some, to think. Yeah, it's okay to go outside and get some fresh air, to hang up the phone, to whatever it is that the person you're angry at, to think about it. Mm-hmm. And... One of the things that you've found helpful is because you are a, how do, how do we, because you, you, you're an emotional mm-hmm. response to an argument, but you get flustered Oh gosh, very yeah, I am the worst person and to argue. You, well, probably the best person to argue with because I can't argue back. Yeah, but then you get more and more <laughs> but then frustrated I get my, and angry. The, but then, yeah, once I get my, my words and mm-hmm. everything... Once I think of everything that I need to say and let out, then I'm fine. Yeah. But what you found helped you out was actually, like, if you have an issue, writing down what points you want to make. Mm-hmm. And that that ends up taking it from an argument and putting it into an identified outline of a topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. It's no longer an argument. Yeah. It's, here's the points I want to make. Here's Here's what happened. Here's where it went wrong. Here's why I'm upset. Here's what the resolution is. Mm-hmm. And it kind of forced, and I don't think you, you, you didn't consciously go into it with that. No. It was just like, I know I'm going to get frustrated, and I know I'm not going to be able to say what I want to say, so I'm going to write down at least stuff I know I want to say. Yeah, well, especially with me getting flustered, mm-hmm. because then, like, if I write it down, then I can go back to what I right. <laughs> wrote down and, and say what I, I know that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. And that's where identify if your partner is like that the if we did fight i i would see it would be very easy for a uh i guess just an asshole partner to exploit that mm-hmm. and and if you're trying to think what you're going to say and and the person arguing was like see you don't even have a response to that how mm-hmm. how much worse that little comment would be yeah that little poke yeah uh-huh um, so don't poke at your partner like that. Yeah, even in an argument. Yeah. What, what? what does it say? 
say what you mean, but don't say it mean. Yeah. Yes. That is, that's so big, I think. Because you should, you should say what you're feeling Mm -hmm. and why you're upset. And even if it is for, from something that isn't about the argument, you need to let out what the initial thing that made you mad you Mm -hmm. need to let that out and tell them why you're mad there not oh because oh you're stupid or whatever yeah well and i think that that's where you know look looking at the at the i I think we kind of ended up getting all over the place but with the types of arguers and fighters Mm -hmm. you you get the personal attackers Mm -hmm. that they know and this this is this is how my son argued with his mom because they both argued the same way. And you would you could watch them argue, and it was really whoever can say the most hurtful thing about the other one wins the argument. Whoever can say the most hurtful thing first or the most or the worst hurtful thing wins. Yeah. And that's when they started calling each other names, and they would that's Crossing how they lines. would cross lines, and there was irreparable damage done from words. Mm-hmm. They never got physical or threatening. It was all words. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand the gravity, especially if you're one of those people that talks like that. You really have the this thought process in your thick head that you can say these horrible, awful things to someone that you supposedly love and care about. And that's okay, because at least when the argument's done, if I just say, I'm sorry, it's all forgiven. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. No. Um, but the personal attacker will do that. They they will say very hurtful things about you and your character and and your abilities or lack thereof or whatever that get in there. And that that is probably the most damaging and hurtful type of of arguer or fighter you could be. Because mm-hmm. um, you can yell and not say anything. Not say anything that's regrettable gonna, you, that you can't take back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And even even that day that I exploded at my son, I didn't say, I don't even remember what I said. I know I didn't say anything that I was like, yeah, I crossed the line with that. No, no, you didn't. And and so I've always been pretty aware uh, of of that type of stuff. But I, I think a lot of people just aren't. Mm-hmm. They They really think that they have to, you know, hit with the heaviest blow. To win the fight. Yeah. And, and that you're looking... If you're arguing to win or lose, you've already both lost. Lost, I know. Um, because that is not a resolution. Winning an argument is not a resolution. Mm-mm. And so you have to keep the focus on what the resolve is for that situation. Um, but another type... We talked about the yellers. We talked about the personal attackers. Mm-hmm. But um, there's the silent treatment. Yeah. Giving someone the silent treatment. That's not... Yeah, people could say that, well, we're not arguing, but what are you doing to make your situation better? Mm-hmm. One one or both of you is mad, and how is not communicating yeah. how you feel going to help the situation? You mad, bro? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the, the apathetic arguer is a place, that's where I went with my last relationship, because I just didn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. And we weren't fighting to fight for us like that bullshit post said anyway. That mm-hmm. that wasn't why we were fighting. We were fighting because she was mad about something and I was defending about something. Mm-hmm. That's why we were arguing, not because we were trying to fight to stay together. That's just stupid. But 
I just quit. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't give you this opportunity where this badge of honor that says, oh, we don't argue very much mm-hmm. because you just don't communicate. Yeah. And that's that's not a good resolve either because well, nothing think, came out of it. I well, I mean, that, divorce did. But. Right. <laughs> I think that that's probably what people think when they hear that we don't fight is... Well, mm-hmm. they someone must be holding something in, right? And not <clears throat> saying something, mm-hmm. but yeah, that can be more any more far. Well, and, off. and a lot of people think that because they just don't have a filter and don't know how to hold anything in. Period. Mm-hmm. They mouth off and blow their top every time you know somebody looks at them sideways. And there's the narcissistic people that think everything has to do with them anyway. Mm-hmm. And even as I'm saying this, they're like, "I bet he's talking about me, <laughs> dumb bitch." but But what what were some of the other types of arguers though that we we had looked at the nothing fights oh well that's yeah 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 i mean we kind of covered it a little bit but fighting over dumb little things Mm -hmm. like um i don't know like what were you saying something about well i mean it's the it's the same thing of of you go out on a fall day and, and your partner's like, man, it's cold. I should have brought a jacket. And you're like, yeah, I told you to bring a fucking jacket. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I didn't think it'd be that cold. Well, I, I looked at the weather. I told you what the weather was going to be like. Yeah. And then you get in this knockdown, drag out fight over nothing. Yeah. Over the fall weather yeah. cooling off. Absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, and the, these are the fights you see all the time. They tend to play out in public. This is the time. Every time you're at a stoplight and you see a couple arguing, chances are it's a nothing fight. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no real substance well, to it. These are the types of fights that make that people like try to make light of and think that it's funny and that oh, that's how. If you're not fighting like that, you know, you're, yeah. are you really married? Right. T- type thing, you know. Yeah. And it's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's another argument yeah. and. Why That's are you not doing productive it? Yeah. at all. It just, arguments create resentment. Mm-hmm. It really does. People, I don't know if everybody's like this. I'm, I'm a still trap type of person in my head. I don't forget. Mm-hmm. I don't forget what people say. I don't forget their tone. Mm-hmm. I don't forget their attitude with it. And, and if your partner's like that, your nothing fight is something. And it, it gets stockpiled away for well, there, there's the hundred and tenth time they treated me like shit over something I didn't see coming. Yeah, um, in front of someone. Yeah, or, yeah, and, and making you look like an idiot when oh maybe you are, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that doesn't make it right for your partner to treat you that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh, when they should communicate effectively mm-hmm. instead of. Making you feel like a dumbass. Well, and, that, and that's where, once again, with the nothing fight, and I, th- I think with, even as I'm saying it out loud, I think the, the biggest piece with all of these is really looking at at your intent on why you're bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Even taking that stupid example of fall weather and forgetting a coat, what are you trying to accomplish out of that? Are you Are you just trying to accomplish that I told you so? Yeah, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, is that what you're trying to get out of it? Um, you know, have that silent victory to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You don't Whatever. have to, you don't have to blast them about it, uh-huh. you know, or if you're that confident that they're going to be a jacket, a real gentleman, 
would grab her jacket and put it in the back seat anyway, just in case she is going to need it. Yeah. And understand that not everybody's fucking perfect, and they misgaged how the weather was going to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's not a big deal. It's uh-huh. not hurting you uh-huh. in any way. Her forgetting a jacket and saying, oh, I'm cold. Now, to defend this male, if you're the guy that's like, hey, babe, I looked at the weather. It's going to be cold today. Go ahead and bring a jacket. Uh-huh. And she doesn't. Because she has a new top on that short sleeves and she wants to show it off. And all she does is bitch and complain and doesn't want to stay at whatever event you're going to because she forgot the jacket. I think you're allowed to say something. No. No. Right? No. No. I don't think so. But I, th- I think that he, sh- he still should have brought the jacket. <laughs> and oh. Well, we don't have to agree. <laughs> and like, oh, hey, babe, I, you know, I thought maybe you were going to be... You know, you I I know how you are, and you always get cold. So here, here's your here's your jacket. Okay. You know. All right. <laughs> I know what you would do, but I'm not the I'm not the dumb bitch that would do that anyway. Right. You are always like it. All right. You might be cold. Mm-hmm. Because well, you're always cold. Uh huh. And I am cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, another fighter, though, is the the throwback type fighter that brings up shit from the past. Yeah. Well, and that and that that's further examples of long term issues that aren't getting resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, you continue to fight over that yeah. that same exact argument over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Figure out how. To fix whatever it is you're angry about. And if it's not fixable, you have got to move past it. Nobody can rewind and redo anything. What's done is done. You can only work on what's going to happen moving forward. Mm -hmm. And if it's a pattern of behavior, then maybe you do need to have multiple conversations about it. But what you tend to see a lot of is somebody will make a mistake, you know, not even something major. Just make a mistake about forgetting something. If, if you have a partner that forgot your fifth anniversary, mm-hmm. but he didn't forget one through four, and he has not forgotten six through ten, and every year since the fifth anniversary he forgot, you tell the story to everybody around your anniversary. On your anniversary, you remind him, and you start doing all this stuff. Like, well, I don't want you to forget like you always do. But it's not always. It was once. Yeah. You tend to associate this repetitive behavior that's that's not there. Mm-hmm. So move past it and shut up yeah. Yeah. and just move forward. Now, if your partner forgets your anniversary every single year, then you do need to have a conversation on yeah. why they tend to not find your anniversary of important. the happiest day of your life important at all. Yeah. To the point that they just don't remember. But don't dismiss it with this, oh, my husband never remembers our anniversary. Or, oh, that's just how guys are. Yeah. No, that's not, not true. You know, it, it should not be like that. You guys. That's how duds are. You got a dud. <laughs> yeah. You need to be equally invested in your relationship and remembering your anniversary. If your partner knows the day that his favorite football team is going to play their first practice game and they're all showing up to training camp for that year and the NFL kickoff and all that stuff, he can remember your fucking anniversary. Yeah. 
So really? don't let your anniversary take a back seat to his hobbies that he is always remembering. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. That's so true. You know? I know. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, the biggest thing with all of it is is the proper type of communication mm-hmm. and knowing knowing how your partner is going to react and knowing how you react too yeah are i mean some of the big whys are are you trying to correct behavior mm-hmm. did did they and and we've talked about the the different levels of of maturing people and of the relationships and younger couples and the mistakes that they're going to make. Is it a corrective action type of behavior? And that's, that's where say what you mean without being mean. You, you, you do, if somebody is doing stuff, they're not helping out around the house, don't drop hints. And that's one thing that you, you end up seeing a lot of people get in arguments about Mm -hmm. is, well, I've got my, my boyfriend, my husband, whatever, he never helps out around the house. Mm And you ask this person, well, do you ask them to help? And they're like, oh, I ask them all the time. But then you find out, no, they don't. Yeah, how do you ask them? You, they drop hints. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, it'd be really nice if if uh, you could help vacuum today. Or, or you know, the, the dishes are just sitting over there and somebody needs to wash them. Or, or what's your plans today? Because we kind of really need to do this. If you aren't actually asking them to do things verbatim, you're not asking. Mm-hmm. They're not going to pick up on the hint. But then... That hint after hint after hint after hint gets built up, mm-hmm. and it turns into that scorekeeper that we've talked about before. And then yep. the nothing fight is actually about because your partner never cleans anything. Mm-hmm. And that's the root of the nothing fight. All nothing fights have a root that have nothing to do with the nothingness that they're fighting about. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's always about something else. It is. So that's what you need to fix. Uh-huh. Not that your partner can't remember if you have peanut butter and jelly at the house or not mm-hmm. you know do you think that more that it's more women that i i think that it probably is more women that uh that drop the hints the guys do you think guys do that though um i th- i think guys i think guys drop hints about different stuff really guys probably drop hints about sex uh, guys probably drop hints about things that they want to do. Uh-huh. Most of the guy hints are pretty selfish, I think. Yeah. They're selfishly intended. Uh-huh. Um, because that's that's their one-track mind. I think that's I how think they... I think the they, guy hints, though, most of the time women will pick up on those. They ju- choose to ignore them, though. Uh-huh. That's what... A, that's, that's, I was about to say that. That's the difference is... The guy's hints are selfish and, and kind of blatant. Like, uh-huh. like, oh, hey, I, I read this article that said that when you're on your period, if you give your partner blowjobs every day, the cramps are less. <laughs> really? Are you really looking out for your partner's cramps? Yeah, so then the woman is like... She's like, yeah, science is great. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You know, and so she just chooses to dismiss that. Yeah. Because it's kind of lame <laughs> it's very lame you know gosh <laughs> women hence usually aren't selfish they're more shared responsibility type of hints or if it is selfish it's it's more of the oh man my my neck is so tight mm-hmm. from from every from doing all this housework today it's just my i'm just really sore and 
And then the husband doesn't choose to ignore it. He just doesn't know that it's a hint. And he's like, yeah, this bunion on my big toe has been swelling up for me <laughs> oh working gosh. all day. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, great. He didn't get that. Uh-huh. Um, so they, they tend to respond to the hints differently. So just don't hint. Uh-huh. Just directly yeah. talk to your partner. The, the hint thing just cracks me up. And it's always funny to me watching other couples do that. Because uh-huh. we're like, oh, that's a big hint right there. <laughs> we, we know exactly what they're up to with uh-huh. that. Oh gosh, I know. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, I think that yeah. <laughs> it, 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 like, why do why do they hint around though? You know, do what do you do? You really expect your partner, and everybody should know by now that hinting around never, yeah, never works. Yeah, try to think how that works in real life outside of your relationship. If you went to your company and was like, yeah, it sure would be nice if I made more money. <laughs> yeah, sure would. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bob was hinting around about wanting a promotion. Let's go ahead and give him one. Nobody does that. Uh-huh. You know, you have to ask for it. Yeah, I know. I know. I got. I, I remember getting irritated once um, at one of, one of my previous jobs, and and the manager, he was, like, trying to, just beating around the bush. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dude, just say, just say what it. you grow some balls and just say it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just say what you want to say. Don't beat around the bush. Well, I've had employees that like wanted time off, and they would go like elaborate hint plans, like, "Oh, yeah, this is going on this weekend, and here's my my niece is is getting married. Look at this. Here's a picture of a wedding dress. Here's this, and I know what they're doing. Yeah, oh. and I'm like, do you have something you want to say? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> or I would just cut them off, and or I would pretend I would do what like what a girl would do, <laughs> and oh just dismiss it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, you should have told her you got married on Monday because Monday's your day off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, gr- sack up, That's ask funny. for what you want. Yeah, most people, if you ask for what you really want, you're at least going to get some kind of response. Yeah, but you don't know if you don't actually ask mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with your partner yeah ask those questions yeah get what you want and what your needs are out there there's you should be 100 percent comfortable with your partner to verbally relay your wants your needs your desires your questions your issues anything everything and if you aren't you aren't comfortable in your relationship to even communicate effectively and you need to look at that first and foremost yeah I mean, your your comfortability level with communicating with your partner should be higher than anybody else. If you're like, oh, I have to call my girlfriend because she just understands me way more than my boyfriend, ditch him. Mm-hmm. That that you know, you you your communication you with your one. partner should be unparalleled to everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that people that have that these type of arguments aren't weighing on their relationship. Yeah. It's not happening because they're actively communicating. And it goes back to what I said. There's a level of respect there for each other that deters these type of arguing behaviors and the constant bickering and the constant nagging and the the hinting around and the fighting and the nothing fights and the yelling. And those just don't don't exist. Mm -hmm. And that's what an effortless relationship looks like. Yeah, it really is. And I mean... We, this is what we do. I mean, we 
communicate the right way, the way you should with your partner, the way that because we are so comfortable with each other, mm-hmm. that this is what you need to do. Yeah. You need to be able to communicate about everything. And being able to do that, you won't get into these stupid little or big knockdown, mm-hmm. drag out fights. And I think when your partner feels that they are heard, they don't feel the need to raise their voice or cause a scene or do those things. If there's a consistent level of respect and being heard and having two-way communication, it results in happiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, or satisfaction anyway. I don't know if I'd actually say happiness, but there's you're satisfied. If you had to take a satisfaction survey on your relationship, does your partner listen to you? Yep. Does your partner argue with you? Not really. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that your partner listens to you? Yes. I mean, if you had to make that type of checklist on what your overall satisfaction points with, that would be a good episode to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but your satisfaction point system in your own relationship where would you score? I know. Where would it be? Because I think that if you're able to check the block off on all of those, it this stuff's gone. I know. It's not an issue. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have... I don't have... It's not an issue. <laughs> I don't really have much, much else to add at all. I mean, I think that it was actually... This was actually a relatively pretty short episode, but... Yeah, a little less than an hour. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's... Once again, we may be experts in not arguing, so... Yeah. Maybe we can... It's just... We don't have as much to say about actually arguing. I know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, just... I don't mind telling you what you're doing wrong all the time. Talk People. it out. Talk it out. <laughs> talk it out and then hug it out. Yeah. You guys will be happier. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Um, thank you all, as always, for listening Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.